Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Uh... Oh. Marco Polo opening. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, (laughs) Hey, Afterbuzzes, how are you? Welcome to the Marco Polo After Show. Uh, This is a bit of a special. We're six months early or two months late. (laughs) Yeah, however you want to look at it. (laughs) (laughs) We couldn't be more premature uh, for season two, but... Uh, thanks to Netflix, Marco Polo released a special, a 100 Eyes uh, origin special, a little half-hour special. So that is why we're here to discuss it um, and get you guys excited about season, season two a bit prematurely. So uh, without further ado, let me uh, introduce our lovely panel. This is uh, the four of us are going to take very good care of you guys throughout season two. We're going to um, try. We're going to try. So I'm uh, your host, Kimberly Crossman. You can find me on all things social at Kim Crossman. Hey, I'm Michael Andrew. You can find me on Twitter at Michael underscore drew michael e-a-l underscore i before i said i said michael drew is michael underscore drew for my twitter i have no idea what your handle is right oh, now well, it's, it's michael drew michael underscore drew michael e-a-l <laughs> welcome back guys all right katie hey um michael said you're high so passionately by the way. i couldn't even top that hi i'm katie wilbert and you can find me on all social media things at Katie Wilbert. Awesome. And I'm Taylor Bolt. Uh, mine's a little bit more complicated. You can find me on Twitter at Taybolt. That's T-A-Y-B-O-L-D-T. Or on Instagram at T-Bolt. Also B-O-L-D-T. There you go. And we've got, we've got Zach looking after us. Hi, Zach. Hey, guys. Looking forward to a good show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you guys are listening or watching, make sure you rate us. Give us a good thumbs up. Yes. Um, and communicate with us. Use the hashtag ABTV Marco Polo if you want to talk to any of us or hit us up. We're excited to know, especially your predictions for season two. Um, so let's kick into it. Yes, the hundred eyes. Yeah. So this is a prequel. I was curious about what they were going to do with it, and I was like, "Oh yay, they're going to tell us the story of Hundred Eyes." Because uh, you weren't here with us for season right. I'm, one. I'm joining season two. You're I'm joining glad us. that we have this this sort of like testing ground yes. for me here. Oh, that's quite yeah, nice. it's nice, it? right? We have an yeah. origin story, mm-hmm. so I get to sort of dip my toes in the water. With and if you're you guys. not good, we'll replace exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, pressure's on. So, uh, no, right. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> Just like the Mongolian <laughs> dynasty. Yeah. They're not good. Yeah. Dynasty's come and go. We'll have you <laughs> trampled by horses. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Standard way to die, I think. Standard in the Mongolian Empire. The three of us are huge, huge Hundred Eyes fans. So anytime he would come on in season one, we're like, this guy is so badass he's and composed. A, he's a dope character. The fight he's scene, cool. the final fight uh, scene with the 
Sidao. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love so any good. sort of. I love kung fu in general. But when we start getting into like a series that involves kung fu, uh, I, I absolutely love that. I did the the end of the Badlands thing, and that was like a Daniel Wu's kung fu series. This yeah. one's another one. I watched season one before I had ever thought of doing the after show, uh, and it's just I'm just you're so excited for Hundred Eyes to come in and just kick some butt. Yeah, and every the, episode, and every episode, it doesn't. I'm glad that the fighting doesn't drop off. No, no, no it's, very, yeah. it's cinematic through every single. It's just really well yeah. done. I mean, it's just all of it's really well done, well choreographed, and then well executed. I love it. Do and you this do for, kung fu? Do I what? Do you do kung fu? I've done some. So I've done. <laughs> That's like a weird pickup line. Yeah. <laughs> do you do, do, you do kung, kung fu? Do you do kung well. fu? It's like a like a voice. Funny you should ask. Ask. Do you do, do kung do fu? Kung fu? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you should try that. <laughs> I asked because we found out earlier that Taylor has been to Tokyo, that is yes. true. and so uh, I thought if you love kung fu and you've been. Tokyo, maybe you perhaps are a kung fu master. In I, which case, I will slide this way. So, <laughs> what I will say, and let me let me uh, give me a second to follow through on this. I oh, am a uh-oh. black belt, actually. Oh, okay, uh, <laughs> but I got my black belt when I was like seven. Oh. So I know if I got into a fight today, it, none of that would. All come that out. muscle memory is gone. No, oh, it's well, so gone. I, I was know. so young, but I still have the belt. I keep it with me. Oh, so you, you could just like, so I can just show people. Does just so I can seem. <laughs> Like more of a, of a oh, this is just am, my black belt. <laughs> I'm curious, then, um, you know, and then we'll get into the show. But do you feel like you have more respect for the moves and stuff they're doing, having you know dabbled in that kind of training before? Yeah, I, I will say I, I've done enough of it, and I've done a lot of stage combat and stuff. I still, mm-hmm. I still actually do that. So I know I've done enough of it to know how hard it can be. Okay. I to know to to I respect it a lot. Sure. Um, and just it, how much time you have at your disposal, how how good the choreography is, all of that makes a huge difference. But actually executing it is uh, a skill. I mean, mm. it's it takes talent and skill and years of practice. Mm. So yeah, I, I have immense respect for um for hundred eyes as it were, and for for anyone that that fights on screen like mm. this. I was gonna say that's funny because <clears throat> I have the same amount of respect, but not because I know martial arts, but because like when I'm in my living room and I try to practice it, you know. <laughs> Like when you, you know when you watch something in the movie, like, oh, that's crazy. And you, you imagine yourself fighting, and yeah. then you do a spin kick, and you fall, and you, like, bust your ass. Oh, I know, and what, like, you, oh, I know what you're talking uh, about. Yeah. You know, it's like watching basketball. Like, oh, that's, that looks easy. Then what? you try to do it. Yeah, Why do you think my mom stuck me in karate in the first place yeah. <laughs> when I was four? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my kid is ruining our house. I could beat up four guys for no for what, easily. Yeah. Um, well, in the opening scene, we see 100 Eyes literally kill 25 trained soldiers. I mean, what a deal, big deal. Yeah. Yeah. What a great way to open it. I was like, cool, this is an extensive fight. Like, he's well, they a badass. Could have done 26. But- Can I just say, I was so impressed with how uh, much like how much Netflix put into this as sort of just yeah. being this mm-hmm. offshoot. It wasn't part of the season. But to get hype going, you know, it's, it's, half, it's half the time. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it's well done. It's yeah. uh, of the same quality that we've come to expect from this show. Yeah, that's, that's like the, uh, the Netflix, they... That's like their template. They really believe in a show and they go all the way in because mm-hmm. technically the first season it didn't really get that great. The reviews were very mixed. It was yeah. you know it wasn't as universally loved as say many of the other Netflix shows. But the fact that they, they sure, still yeah. did a second season and they still put this much into it. Yeah, it's I almost think, like they're trying to give it like a little extra bump yeah. by releasing this and featuring it so much on the Netflix mm-hmm. app. And it's I, an expensive show. It's an expensive show. Yeah, I love it. I thought yeah, I thought it was great. I liked how. Um, they showed this story. I think it was really important because I had a lot of questions with Hundred Eyes, like yeah. what, where he stood. I know at one point we were questioning whether he was going to try and over overthrow the Khan too. So yeah, I think it was right. really cool to kind of see this backstory. 
And I'm curious to know what you guys think at uh, the tail end of it. I question his loyalty now to the con. Knowing this story, right. I don't see him as a solid ally. Yeah, I, I'm not sure I did anyways in the first okay. season because they allude to some of this. Um, mm-hmm. I was sort of expecting to see a lot more of his backstory in season in season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love the origin stories that we can actually see it rather than just like hearing li- little bits and pieces as we go through the next season. Um, so I, I actually hope there's more origin stories for some of the yeah. other for some yeah. other stuff. I don't know. I would love to see um, like an Ahmed one maybe. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, oh yeah. Or Jedi. We're gonna. Or something. It's yeah. gonna happen. It's um, gonna. Yeah right. Maybe for season three. I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and mm-hmm. forecast a season three. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> <laughs> a little premature, but yeah. oh well. Uh, prematurity is a theme tonight. <laughs> um, I think that, uh, I think that um, I, I don't know. I just I love this character, and I'm glad we got to see some more. Uh, mm-hmm. But in such an interesting way, because you're immediately you're immediately entranced by this guy who kills 25 people and then is yeah. is torn from his his. What it did for me is it showed me his loyalties more specifically. So I don't necessarily believe that I don't trust him around the con now because his loyalty isn't necessarily to China. It's to his religion. It's to his temple. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he, he doesn't have that. It's not like his temple might not have a safe place sure. in a conate, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it definitely... Uh, makes his his personhood more complex. It makes his mm-hmm. loyalties more complex, I think. I am um, I definitely see him as a superior and I think it's, you know, we'll move to the scene where he's first placed in with the Khan and uh he mentions those who try to take his place talking about God or any god whoever it is you believe in will get will injure their hands and the Khan says, "Do you not fear life?" And his response is, I do not cling to life. There is a difference. And I was wondering, Michael, kind of your stance on on that interaction. And it's kind of one of these moments where we see Hundred Eyes and we're like, oh, you're so wise. Like, what could possibly shake you? And I just wondered if that quote or that scene kind of what your thoughts were on it. Well, Hundred Eyes. <laughs> oh, gosh, here we go. He always <laughs> drops a, a jewel <laughs> yeah. upon my soul. He always drops it. All it did to me was this entire series, it gave me two thoughts. Um, the first one was, why are they showing so much of 100 Eyes? Why are they doing a prequel for 100 Eyes? Mm-hmm. It made me think that something might be up with him. Like He might he might not make it past season two. Mm-hmm. You know? Or I was thinking that maybe this was actually shown in season one. They just didn't have enough time to show it. So they just, sure. you know, it's kind of like a DVD special, but they just gave us a special. Yeah. That's what I was kind of thinking. And to really answer that, I I liked it. I mean, I, I I like the. I was kind of afraid that um, that he was going to say something so metaphorical that this just meant that he's going to get like his eyes just like plucked out or something. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it didn't. But the kind of didn't go in that direction. He. It wasn't as violent as I thought it would be. The way mm-hmm. he the way he blinded him. You know. One thing that I thought was really um, just so interesting though is how he how he handled it as it was happening where he like sat outside and listened yeah. to the screaming you know that to me was just like oh like that says so much about this man Kublai? You know? about Kubla yeah. yeah the fact that he sat yeah. out on the on the porch essentially on the stairs and listened to this man scream oh it just makes my skin crawl I mean his metaphor for the the black crane and how he took its one wing and I mean, he's like, it's mine. I own it, and it's still in my lake. And there's something so interesting about a person who feels that they have the right to things that aren't theirs. Mm-hmm. Like, you, no one has the right to a bird's wing. Like, it's a bird. Let it fly. But 
he took away a bird's flight. And there's something so metaphorical without even having to say that Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. keep something grounded, but like put it in a beautiful pond, but like a bird doesn't want to be in a beautiful pond. A bird wants to fly. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's a similar thing of like, you can give a hundred eyes a temple and he can be content with it, but it's not his and he's not home and he's not free. Mm -hmm. And I think most people at their core can be content, but then I think most people would trade in freedom for contentment. Do you right? think so? I mean, well, I think I think that's the the I big question. So. I think so. If you can rile that gumption within yourself, but I think to... I think that if you the second you don't feel free, though, that contention, like feeling content, becomes a lot more difficult. You know, even if yeah. you if you choose that thing for yourself, I mean, even if it's not as good as what you had, had you given up your freedom? You see what I'm saying? At least you chose it. But that's the thing with Kublai. Yeah. I think he offers you so much. It's kind of similar to what you already had. And mm-hmm. on top of that, you're safe. Because even though you're living under Kublai's rule and he's, you have to kind of make him your god. Sure, you're safe from Kublai. You're, you're safe because he protects you from everything. He protects yeah, you from the yeah, outside and true. everything. But yeah. and he still gives you your life. But there's something it's, about it that it's still their life. Like, you, you like at what cost, right? Yeah. I mean, but what a price. Like, if they're outside, their their life might actually like you be your own person, but your life could be really. It actually might be crappier. Like, like that's, and I think that's the dichotomy well, that yeah. everyone goes through by serving Kublai. Sure. There was mm-hmm. a scene though, and I wrote it down. <clears throat> excuse me. That there was one scene where he's training, you know, after he's blinded and he's starting to learn to train and he throws the broom. I was like, wow, that is the first time from memory, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you see Hundred Eyes unsettled yeah. and not composed. That's and I was true. like, interesting. Like, yeah. very rarely in the first season did we see his cracks. He would come in, he would calm a situation like he's badass, but he's right. always got like... Contained. That, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah, when he tried to do it and didn't catch it and he threw it and I was like, ooh. Yeah. I think that's what I mean weird. about like yeah. you see someone at their lowest and it's because of this person. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I go to like hostage situations too or like when someone wants you to be dependent on them, like they take away your food and then they feed you little by little so that you become dependent on them. Mm. It's that like sick thing of someone Mm. taking your life away and going, well, I have it and I'll give it back to you, but like at the degree in which I allow you to have it back. Mm -hmm. And so I think when you see someone's low moment like that, you're like, shit, this is so frustrating. And you understand why he could at any moment just like flip and not be loyal to him. But then... It's that interesting thing about the con that makes him so endearing that he's like, and this is your temple now. Yeah. And see, is it, aren't it's like, I great? It's like he takes yeah. care of his own in a way. <laughs> Very yeah. controlling. But aren't yeah. I phenomenal? But you, but you have no choice in the, in the matter. Exactly. And that's that's what that's what makes your skin crawl. Is like, because, sure, I killed all your friends, but I gave you this temple. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll, I'll take care of you. Yeah. Because like, I don't dislike the con. I find him yeah. very endearing. Yeah, he's very yeah. chubby. And cuddly. <laughs> and he's like a very wise. Yeah, I mean, he like, and he can get riled up. But yeah. I feel like there's so much wisdom there. But I don't know that you can just say he's a good guy. He's not like a no. good guy. No, he's I mean he's just, a, he's a he's just autocrat. autocrat. He, mm. he's, yeah, yeah. He's but he's not bad at the same yeah. time. I think they show enough redeeming yeah. things exactly. in the season that you're like, Here's oh. the thing. They show a lot of redeeming things on a, like a personal level. Like, yeah, I'm sure like Except maybe... Jingham. I still don't yeah. like Jingham. Right, Jingham. <laughs> but, We're gonna get but, to him but next. But Kubla just in your, in your day-to-day life, like around the house, maybe he's got a little charm. Maybe he's not so bad. What you don't see is the poverty and the, and the him like massacring sure. tons of people. And, and yeah. that's all going on, but he's so polite and, mm. and, and <laughs> that you forget about all of that. So... Mm. You seen with his harem of women? Yeah, well, yeah. that too, right? <laughs> Dancing 
no, scenes no. like that. Um, I want to pull. <laughs> makes me understand. Like, ah, I see that. Oh, that yeah. Google the God. Yeah. Yeah. Six butt naked ladies on him. That's not that. You're the man. Lead an empire. I wanted to touch on it because I feel like there are a couple of moments through this episode where they instill a bit of humor. And I. I feel like it's intentional in terms of whether it's a director thing or it was scripted that way. But, for example, when um, Hundred Eyes fights blindfolded before he is actually uh, the snake venom in his eyes. Mm. And you don't see him fight and escape. You just are watching these soldiers outside hear it. And I was like, that was a really funny comedic reveal to me that you think he's getting beaten up. And then, of course, it's revealed, no, he... I just thought it was interesting rather than showing the fight they just show these soldiers who are so still right. for ages. Right, just like standing like, outside oh. and then the one's just like, should I check Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was funny. Um, I want to move on to uh, the chess game and then into uh, seeing Jingham train but the chess situation was quite interesting to me where he skulls wine. I thought that was kind of a I've been humorous for me too. I'm like, oh, Hundred Eyes getting loose. Like, he's sculled that wine. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that scene was quite powerful. Have you as ever well. chugged wine? That's not pleasant. I don't know yeah. if I have. No, and but he said, homework. you know, now that I'm blind. <laughs> if you want to get into this whole yeah, podcast, yeah, I've got six you. months of chugging wine Training. to really understand this. I understand him. Oh, I get it now. Uh, but he says, <laughs> now that. chugging wine blindfolded. Now, no, that's fine. Now that I'm blind, I see the world with a hundred eyes, which mm. is obviously, you know, foreshadowing him getting his name later. And then, um, the con says, I want you to train Jingham. Now, we're not huge Jingham fans. We're like, this guy's a dick. But whoever <laughs> cast this kid, I was like, this kid is an exact replica yeah. of him. How did yes. they find this kid? Yeah. I like the kid a lot better than, than old Jingham. Yes, yeah. <laughs> completely. Like, yeah. Young Jingham, it makes sense for him to be like that. And like, oh, it gets me upset because young Jingham. If being mentored, he's been mentored by Hundred Eyes so long, you would have think he would have got all of this um, douchiness out of him. I wrote Hundred Eyes so, dicks, so, right? dicks him, and I was like, we will all cheer because he grows up to be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred Eyes did a terrible job. I mean, it makes me kind of like yeah. question Hundred Eyes now. He did a terrible job the, of uh, raising teaching. him. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like Hundred Eyes did his best, you know? Yeah. He saw, he is saw so bad. little Jingham, and he was like, here's an upside-down sign for fire. And I'm going to do my best. Guys, being a parent's tough. I mean, especially I teenagers. I think that's the moral here. Just, yeah. He He's did so, his best. He gave him his name. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. That was, that's the best thing Jingham's done in a season and a half. In, well, a, season, in a season and a quarter. Is, is a season and point whatever. Yeah. Is get his name from Hundred Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> that was interesting. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are, but like when he starts going through, like, this is the name for Silver. This is the name for da da I was like, where is he going with this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, either he's going to be like, Yo, you, you jing him. You mean dirt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I actually loved watching Kubla's face as that was happening because the Kubla, I thought, was thinking the same thing. Yeah, he was yeah, like, where, where is this going? going? <laughs> he was like, am I about to have to kill this guy or is this going somewhere I good? I feel like oh, in a man. comedy series, you could have taken that so far. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Just stretched that moment for so long. There should be a parody. Just, yeah, just everyone yeah. waiting as he just goes on and on about the meaning about like the other names. names. And this black thing means couch. And, then, and uh. this means brick. Yeah, yeah. And the walls mean walls. And everyone's like, oh my Ten god. Up, by the way, your name is True Goal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Um, so he gets the name... Uh, uh, Jingham, which means true gold. Uh, the Khan dubs Hundred Eyes, his new name Hundred Eyes, gives him a, a new temple. And what was interesting, I don't know if you guys picked up on the music at the very end, 
Did you guys I, pay I guess, attention to I guess not. Was it, yeah, more Mongolian well, throat singing? Or? I mean, yeah, it was just a, I don't know if you guys knew that. that track, but, uh, well, I mean, you've got a hundred eyes who remains somewhat expressionless and it's kind of more in his physicality or his words. Mm-hmm. And he, it's, the camera stayed on him for an extended period of time and the music was unlike anything I'd heard in the series before and it's, I wrote the words menacing and questionable. Like it, mm. it left me thinking, my thought afterwards was like, what are you gonna do? Like I was like, yeah. what is that? Because it wasn't like, oh, I'm content with my temple. Oh, this. It was like, hmm. Yeah. Plotting revenge is what I thought. What Very were, interesting. What were your... He's like a black bird that is in a <laughs> pond, going, "I'm gonna get my wing back, bitch." Yeah. Wouldn't it be Great. crazy? This whole time he was just, just waiting idly, like like a like a true monk like mm. a cricket upon the grass Ooh. waiting for its prey <laughs> wait, wait Taylor's really good at metaphors did he take lessons from Jeff the <laughs> like a weasel underneath the dirt <laughs> sorry uh, what, what about you Taylor what did you think um, did you have a like yeah, so my thinking is more, I guess, production based. I was trying to figure out why. <laughs> no, I was trying to figure out why. I ran out of money. And they, you got it from YouTube. Yeah, man. I was just like, what are you doing? No, I was trying to figure just out license what. License the song. <laughs> <laughs> this is, yeah, the song was cheaper, I guess. No, I, I didn't necessarily get it from the song, but I took it from Netflix's decision just to have this, just to have this sort of origin story. Sure. That, like, because um, I sort of took an opposite thing to you, which was that maybe he was going to be killed off. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, he's going to be very important. In this coming season, so important that they want us to get all this information about him to inform us. Six months before, six months, six before. months to dwell on it, so baby. we can watch it every week <laughs> so for the next in six our months. Dreams. Yeah, see so it we once. become yes. him. Yeah, yeah. For I think six months. Like, oh my I god, think, we may we, just be reading too much about it. They're like, we, we, we shot that hundred like, eyes. Like, we can yeah, yeah, release yeah, that. That is the Halloween costume of the season. No, not what you were going for. They're like these guys. They're doing an entire panel show. That's so weird. That's so funny. We weren't even gonna release that. We just threw it up. Yeah, one day. An accident. And we're like, oh, oh yeah. We got drunk at the studio and threw it up. We didn't think it was gonna be a big deal. Jokes on these four. Well, we're like, oh, and then they would win an award for it. Like it yeah. was the one that was like, Ugh. oh, that was. We just threw that together with some loose footage. We had. Yeah. Oh God, I hope. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't get Jingham. So like, let's get a kid. We'll get a kid. Yeah, we'll get a kid to play. We gotta finish it up. Friday. We can get 100 eyes, right? <laughs> yeah, it looks like him. Let's do this. He's available now. through February. Like, how do you go blind? Get a snake, get a snake. snake. Poison, poison, blind people. We don't have a snake. Use a stock footage from Google. Just <laughs> Someone sit behind the snake puppet and spit in his eye. We'll just do all practical effects. We don't have time for editing. Oh, yeah, just, oh just off screen. You guys filmed it. live, like the Fox musical. Fully improvised <laughs> yes. and fully live, just moving cameras. Cameramen running. Marco Polo live. Yeah, great. On Fox, oh 2017. I would pay to Ooh, see that. Who got I'm sure they put a lot of effort to that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah not, that's not just <laughs> very seriously. No, but they should also hire us to help them write the yeah, next yeah, episode, clearly. Yeah, clearly. Um, the next origin story. Yes. Uh, well, okay, so season one finished uh, just, you know, refresher. I had to go back. I was like, what was the end note? And it finished with uh, Malin walking up, uh, escaping, walking up and seeing the painting that Ahmed had been doing, and it's of him sitting in the throne with the Khan's head. Right. He walks up super creepster behind her, right right behind Mm -hmm. her. I'm like, Malin, you're onto it. You would have heard him because Mm -hmm. you can hear anything. And he's right here until she knows it. 
And he says, what do you, uh, you don't like it? And she goes, no, I think it's exquisite. And so you're like, oh, these mm-hmm. two are going to try and overthrow the throne. Yeah. So, one at a time. Okay. I'll start with Katie. <laughs> We're going to give you guys our predictions. Now, we do have, do we have prediction Spooky music? music? We should make a mix of this and the Mongolian throat singing. Let's do it live right now. Production, production. (laughs) Or we could just do that all the time. We'll just do that every week. Production. These are our season two predictions. (laughs) Yes. Six months early. Six months early. My prediction is that uh, pretty much everyone in his court is going to try and overthrow him except Marco. Okay. Mm. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I know that feels kind of generalized, but I do think that that's what's going to happen. And I think they set it up in a way that you're like, I think Hundred Eyes is kind of sneaky. I think that Ahmed and uh, May Lynn are definitely sneaky. Hmm. I think um, we'll probably meet new characters who mm-hmm. are sneaky. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's sneaky. Mm-hmm. I don't sneaky. trust them, except for Marco. But even him, I'm like... You want to leave, you want to go home. But mm. then do you? Because I feel like this is your home now. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very good. Okay, very interesting. Uh, yeah, so I think, you know, now that now that Kublai Khan has sort of dealt with enemies from the outside, I definitely think you're right. I think he's going to have to deal with enemies from the inside, and that's going to be more of a thing in season two. Uh, I want, Part of me wants to think that he's going to just want to go further south, but I actually predict that the action's going to go further north to, um, I forget the two characters' names, but... Um, because it's been a minute now, but they, they t- remember right before the final battle, they took the horses north because they Beyond Beyond yes. Catalan? Catalan? Exactly. I think that they're going to be sort of the next thing that he's going to mm. focus yeah, on. You geographical with it. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I think Brother? that he's gonna he's gonna mm. deal with stuff from inside. Mm. Also, I think that yeah, I think that you know this is a great hint from Netflix that Hundred Eyes, especially at the end of last season too, that combined with this prequel mm-hmm. to where you see sort of the justification for why he might want to uh, rise up against the Khan. Yeah, I think that he's gonna have a big part to play as far as that insurgency goes. Mm. Snakes in the garden, y'all. Snakes mm. in the garden. So in the many garden. snakes in the garden. So many yeah. snakes in the garden, Michael. How what will I say to this? Well, what I, do I say to thee? I, well, okay. Well, we're unto thee. <laughs> um, I'm gonna kind of piggyback on what you said with with Jingham, Jingham, and uh, Biamba. I think that the relationship of Biamba and Marco will be tested because they're mm. they're brothers. Mm. They love one another, mm. but Biamba has turned his his back on his people and he has left with mm. Warrior Princess. So I think Biamba. I'm gonna go go bold. Biamba kills Jingham, Marco kills Biamba, and this is some Romeo and Juliet stuff, right? Yeah, here. I mean, it's, um, and and uh, Hundred Eyes, he's gonna play. I don't think he's gonna turn on Kublai. I think we're. I think they're, it's too convenient. I think they're hinting at him. Sure, and him um, turning on yeah, Kublai. I can see that. Yeah, but he's gonna play a big part in it. Where you're gonna, like, is he gonna? You're gonna think he's gonna turn on Kublai? Yeah, but he's gonna come out. I'm like I'm not turning. So you're on saying like you think that he. No, nah, I don't think he's a puppet. I don't think he's a puppeteering kind of guy. That's more obvious. Yeah. He's gonna keep doing this motion, though. <laughs> if he doesn't like that, you, that, agree, yeah. you know what? I think he is a puppeteering no, guy. Yeah, I see it now. I didn't do it first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm gonna go with that, and I think yeah. So that's what I think happens. I hope not. I like Biamba. Mm. I didn't want Biamba to, to leave. I liked him. I liked their friendship. I liked their. I liked him. Too. I think we're gonna see more. Of him. <laughs> I, know you yeah. I think we're gonna see more of him, though. I think that like we'll see even outside of what happens around Kublai Khan, we'll see stuff mm. with them. You know what I mean? We'll yeah. see. Some, they'll have scenes. Yeah. 
I hope cut so, to. at least. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cut, cut to, to yeah. this. Meanwhile, Meanwhile yeah. up north, up north they'll yeah. probably yeah. have the horses. children. <laughs> they'll and, probably move yeah. forward in time, and they'll have babes. Maybe, hopefully. Marco Polo will do like a, 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 not Grey's Anatomy, which is the ones that jump five years yeah. in the future, oh, yeah. and then it runs older with kids. Well, that's interesting. Do you guys think that season two will pick up right where season one left, uh, left off? Cool. Or is it going to be cool. like in the I think it'll a be a bit. small time jump. Yeah. I think yeah. it, he'll be settled into his new position. Um, mm-hmm. Marco? Um, Did Marco Khan, get a new position? He should, right? His trebuchet uh, yeah. is kind of. I agree. Won the battle in a way. I feel like Bianca and Marco are going to come head to head. Oh, I hope not. I'm curious mm. to know what the love story is going to be in it, especially with Marco, because she he showed up and she wasn't there. Um, I just know that that was like it is an important part in any series. You've got like the couple you're kind of rooting for, and yeah. so I'm curious to know it because I feel like that kind of came to a stalemate a little bit. I wasn't really big on him in Blue Princess. I mean, I was big on Blue Princess. Maybe someone else. Will come. <laughs> Maybe someone else will. Well, when they trying too. to marry her, married Jingham and Blue Princess. At one point, yeah, the queen was really trying oh, yeah. to. I feel make like that Ahmed and Jingham. I feel like Ahmed is like in the know, but no one knows his stance at the moment. And I right. think that Jingham is stupid enough to kind of fall into that and I wonder if yeah, if Jingham will turn against the Khan at some point if he has you know a growing alliance I think with we Marco. can all agree that Jingham's probably going to die there's too many people that are around him that want the Khan dead and Jingham's just so dumb that in an endearing kind of I actually, but I think that he could, he could be a, speaking of puppet masters, he could be the target of someone, you know, like he, maybe he's the guy you keep alive so that when you kill Kublai Khan, exactly, he's the successor, you can control him. him Wasn't that kind of what Ahmed's trying to do? Or Ahmed was trying to get his ends to be in the world? A lot of this. A lot of this. I predict a lot of this. A lot of this going on. Cool. Did you guys have You gotta do it too, man. You gotta do it. Everybody's doing the puppeteering. You guys making did you guys have any kind of end parting things? You happy with that? And any um, other Netflix? Notes? Yeah, thank you, We're Netflix. Bringing thank Marco you. Polo and thank- this additional thirty-minute episode about one of our favorite. Characters. That's just going to confuse the crap out of all of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I'm glad that they did it. No, I'm now, super glad that they did it, it six months in advance. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't. That's kind of. I, I thought what? it was going to happen. I thought. We we're gonna get it. I thought right now we'd be talking about Marco Polo, mm-hmm. right? At season yeah. two, episode one, exactly. Yeah. As opposed, but like, I mean, one or two months it. in advance. Yeah. I think it was smart timing. Probably keep the hype up, but mm-hmm. I, I just it's so. They may drop another too. We that would yeah. be cool. Okay, be if they keep dropping them, like I retract Beyonce. everything. They're the yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> here's an album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, so. An album of Bungolian throws. <laughs> I think Beyonce could tap into this for she a surprise release. So if she's got a menacing trick, then it'd be great. <laughs> All the Altons. Um, cool. Okay, well, we're excited to come back for season two, yeah. or sooner, if they're going to yeah. you know, surprise yes. us. Um, we will do, we're going to do a, before season two, we're going to do a, probably a, a uh, another episode? Yeah, right? we might mm-hmm. try and come in like the week before and just kind of like we Prep. would love <laughs> to hear what you guys' uh, predictions and stuff are as yeah, well. Please shout them out. Please let us know. And yeah, we're just super stoked and super excited. We kind of have an agreement that we only watch it week by oh, week. Of course, yeah. you, of course. So you yeah. do that no, too? No, no, I will definitely not watch Taylor is part advance. of this. You're part He's of this. on the island. Thank you for thing. having me, guys. We're not I'm so running. excited to be here. No, I'm, I'm very excited and I can't I can't go ahead because I will then give away everything. So Great. I will watch it 
hours before I come to the studio. Perfect. That's okay, how I have great. to do it. Um, well, on that note, thank you guys for tuning in. We hope that you enjoyed the little prequel as well and are excited for season two. Uh, in between times, you can yes. get hold of us all. I'm on social media at Kim Crossman. I am on social media at Michael underscore Drew, Michael E-A-L. Katie. <laughs> Sorry. You can also find me at Katie Wilbert on all the things. And you can find me on Twitter at Tabolt, T-A-Y-B-O-L-D-T, or on Instagram at T-Bolt, also B-O-L-D-T. And that's all from us until season two or next time. See you guys. Thank you. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.